It's been a while since I revisited this podcast that was so special to me. And partly, it was the pushback from my family. And partly, it was a global pandemic. We were all in our survival brain. And for me, I can't work from a survival brain and creative brain at the same time. And I know a lot of people are like, this is a great time to get started on that project. This is a great time to work on that project. But it was also a really great time to be gentle with yourself. And if all you could have done during that time was get up and brush your teeth, then that's okay. A huge big part of me really wanted this to be perfect and in wanting it to be perfect I didn't allow myself to just create because I wanted it to be perfect and here I am trying to survive a global pandemic and also wanting to create a perfect podcast thanks to the help of a fairy godfather of sorts I have been assigned the task to make a mediocre podcast at least once a week, because doing something half-assed is better than not doing it at all. So I've let go of the need for it to be perfect. I've let go of needing to write it and rewrite it and proofread it and make sure it's, in my eyes, perfect at least. And I'm just gonna talk and I'm just gonna share and I'm just gonna make a mediocre podcast. I had hoped this podcast would be a place where I can tell my tales of the 11 months that I worked at a strip club and all that I learned and all that I am grateful for because it helped mold me into the woman that I am today. And it took me a very long time to fall in love with the woman I am today. In addition to stories about that adventure in my life, I've also wanted to share stories about being stripped down and vulnerable, maybe love stories, maybe even getting the girls that I met there to talk about their experiences or different friends or different women to talk about different experiences in which they were stripped down and vulnerable and because of those things made them who they are today. To be honest, I didn't even go back and listen to my last episode for fear that it would put pressure on myself to make it sound that way. I'm just going to speak into this microphone. I'm just going to tell my tales and hope it sounds okay. I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to go back and find a better word. I'll at least do myself the kindness to record it in segments, but we're just gonna talk and we're just gonna see what happens i believe i left off talking about friendships and the wonderful women that i met there women who i admire and adore to this very day there was cleo with her big beautiful blue eyes and how we bonded 
and how this one time we were so drunk and the managers were looking for us and we were hiding and we were hiding in the bathroom. They were looking for me in particular because I may have been the drunkest or the loudest or the silliest. So what I did was hide on top of the toilet while she was using it in busts the manager, which was probably not okay for him to come into the woman's restroom. And he was like, where's sugar? Where's sugar? And there I am giggling, hovering over her as she's doing her business. And that's the kind of bond that we had there. the things that happened in that women's restroom, especially in the big stall. We all loved each other. Even when we didn't, we did. I remember this one time and this one girl, and she was actually my partner in vodka and water bottle crime there. But to be honest, she wasn't the nicest. She wasn't the nicest to me at first, for sure. But we'll talk about that another time. She wasn't very liked, but she was loved. I remember one time she got so drunk And I just, I got to be honest, I'm going to talk a lot about being drunk because that was a big, huge part of working there. Only because if you think about it, you got to, first of all, it hurts to be up on that pole. It hurts to dance on that granite floor. So you got to have a little bit of uh, limberness, I guess, to block the pain. Limber's not the right word, but you know what I mean. When you're drunk, you don't feel things too much. That's why when you go out and hang out with your girlfriends and have a big wild night and all of a sudden you come home and you're like, how the fuck did I get these bruises? Okay, so it was kind of like that. So a lot of these stories will have alcohol use, drug use even. So if this is not your cup of tea, (laughs) this is not your cup of vodka, um... You might want to bow out now or or stick around and maybe it will be. So I remember I walking walking into this walking into the restroom, the big stall because the big stall is where everything happened and trust me, I'm going to have a lot of stories about the big stall. And I see her lying completely naked. Her shoes were on, very high loose sight heels. She was laying naked on the bathroom floor scared the shit out of me. I thought she was dead. So I went into the dressing room and told the other girls what had happened and they all came to her rescue. They all came to wake her up. She was completely passed out. There was one girl who had her in her lap and was cradling her and we're all talking to her and and rubbing her and one girl was shoving cocaine up her nose to try and wake her up and I am standing there not believing that I'm experiencing this not believing that I'm witnessing this, like, how is this my life? And I knew right then and there that I was placed in that club for a higher purpose. 
I knew right then and there that I was watching these things and experiencing things these things so that I could tell these stories, these stories about these real women, these brave women, these wonderful women who were just human and how it sucks that strippers are stigmatized. Oh, she's a dirty stripper. No, actually, she's a human fucking being. A human fucking being with a heart and a soul and a family and a purpose. What I was in awe about with her, which is many, many things, but at that moment, when she did come to, she sobbed with us and told us how much pressure she was under because she had to come up with the money to pay for a family member's funeral. And she got up and she wiped her tears and she wiped her nose and she put on her bikini and she finished the night and she finished her dances like nothing had happened. I am still in awe about how the hell she did that. I mean, even then, I probably couldn't have done that, but when I think about it now, I'm like, holy macaroni. A couple months ago, I was celebrating my COVID vaccine and had a little bit, okay, a lot of it, too much Prosecco, and I was immobile for two days. So um, to me, she's a superwoman. She still is. And what was really great about her, one of my favorite things to remember about her amongst many things, is that she was very popular among the gentleman customers. Everyone everyone wanted a dance with her. There was rumors that she was maybe doing some extras, but that's not my business and I have no judgments. What she would do for me often when I wasn't having a great night or making any money is that she would get these gentlemen to pay for a double dance. Yeah, you wanna dance with me and sugar? So the gentleman would pay for the both of us, so I'd also get money for the dance. And I didn't have to do any work. She would make sure that they were happy in one way, shape, or form. Again, not my business. And I thought that was an incredible kindness. She was taking care of me. All the girls did. I looked younger than I was at the time, and it was obvious that I was very wet behind the ears. That was all so new to me, and my innocence was palpable. I remember one time we got a couple new girls who didn't last very long, and they weren't very nice to me. I was using the restroom, and I'm not sure anyone knew I was in there, but one of the girls was in there, And one of my friends walked in and said, Hey, you can be a bitch to anyone in this club 
except for that one. Because if you're mean to that one, you will have everybody in here on you. She is our sweetheart. To this day, that memory still warms my heart. There is so much about my time there that warms my heart. There is so much that I look back on and think, wow, I was met with such incredible kindness. And I think the rumors can't be true that women who work in strip clubs are catty and mean and they fight each other. Perhaps it's true in other places or in other people's realities, but for me, my experience was completely different. And I can't wait to share more stories about incredible kindnesses and hero women. But I think that's all for today. I hope this episode was mediocre enough. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I'll talk to you next time.